Hi, welcome to Colonial Williamsburg, past and present on history.org. This is behind the scenes where you meet the people who work here. That's my job. I'm Lloyd Dobbins, and mostly I ask questions. This time I'm asking Corinne Dame, and Colonial Williamsburg, she's an actor interpreter. Acting and interpreting what? <laughs> history. Uh, you're part of Revolutionary City. Yes, Revolutionary City. Who do you play? Well, I have three characters at the present time. Frances Davenport, she's an upper middling um, wife married to Matthew Davenport, who's a clerk of the courts. I also play Barbary Hoy, whose husband goes off and enlists in the army. I play a convict servant called Molly McGargy. And I'm also working on a new character, Elizabeth Maloney, who in fact has two children with a slave of one of Mr. Randolph's. Oh, okay. Now, I know... Uh the Hoy role. I've been to Revolutionary City a few times because mm -hmm. he was, you're, you in one scene are with him and the next time we see you as Mrs. Hoy, she's just come back from Charleston looking for her husband and she's, the enlistment bonus is gone and so is her husband. Yes, very sad, sad, sad scene. Mm -hmm. She's walked 300 miles from Charleston. She has no idea where her husband is. She has word that she might be on a prison ship, but she doesn't know for sure, and I think that's probably the hardest part of this, is that she just doesn't know. Mm -hmm. But that was, uh, I hate to sound harsh, kind of typical for the Revolutionary War. Very much so. A husband would go away, and that might be the last you ever knew about him. Yes, and that, that's very true. It just represents one of the people that it affects in Colonial Williamsburg because it affects, affected so many people in the city and a lot of people never received word on their husbands or sons or brothers that enlisted in the army. Although we are, uh, we do find out that Alexander does come home in about, I think, 82. He comes back. So that's a happy story, but... Uh, 82 is quite a long time after Charleston. Yes. They took a while to release him, but they don't have any record of him actually being released. They just have record of him showing back up in town. Mm -hmm. There's very little that we have on the Hoys. Mm -hmm. uh, on the other hand, uh, I like the story mm -hmm. because it makes it clear that this was not all fifes and drums and flags and beating drums and you know walking around. Right. What attracted you? as a 21st century person to the 18th century? Um, kind of hard to say that. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, just, it's, it's just like us. It seems there's so many connections from the 18th century to the 21st century that we deal with, and it's just a matter of... It, I really honestly don't know. Uh, were you an actress before? Yes. Sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm an actor, actor more before I'm a historian. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Where were you? I actually work at a dinner theater currently as well, um, and I've been there for several years. And I came over to Colonia Williamsburg because I wanted something new and fresh, and they said they were hiring for actors. I thought I was going to be in one of the evening shows, but then I found, find out that I'm working Revolutionary City, and it's been even better than I could have imagined because I never really loved history mm -hmm. at all <laughs> growing up in school. Um, but being here and actually having a job that deals with it, you learn to care about it. And I've actually enjoyed uh, going and researching other lives that happen because I'm portraying real people, whereas in a lot of acting got jobs, you don't. You play up made-up characters. Mm -hmm. What do people ask you on the streets? 
that hot? Is that outfit hot to wear? <laughs> Uh, pretty much. That's that's one of the main questions that we have. So. <laughs> uh, or does your husband ever come home? And because I don't know if he's come home yet, I have to somehow let them know that, yes, he will come home, but I can't really tell you that because I'm in character. So I'm like, if I hold hope in my heart, I believe he will return to me, and I kind of give him that look. And some people get it, some people don't. <laughs> that's a good answer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Holding hope in your heart would have been a little bit tough at that time, though. There wasn't a lot to be hopeful oh, about. Yes, indeed. Uh, the way that they have portrayed Hoy is she, she's a camp follower, and not a lot of people understand the real what camp followers really do. They always think that it leads to prostitution, which is not the case. That was more of the rare um, things that they did. They took care of all the soldiers, and they didn't get a lot of the rations that the soldiers did. A lot of the times the husbands had to provide what little ration they had with their wife or whatever. And if your husband is not there anymore, they just order you to leave if he dies or is away. So it was a very hard life for them. They had to scrounge for themselves. How did you, for, for the Revolutionary City job, mm -hmm. how did you prepare for it? A lot of research. Um, I spent so much time in the library one of the things is when you get to know these characters, a lot of the women roles, and that's one of the biggest problems, the women roles aren't recorded as well as a lot of the male roles in uh, history. And you have to, a lot of the, my Frances Davenport character, she's known only by her husband. Everything before she got married is, there's nothing there for her. So you have to do a lot of educated guessing and a lot of research at the type of women that they were or what they could be. So it's a lot of guessing, but I try to make it as educated as possible. Well, actually, it has one benefit. If there's not if there's not much to research, they can't challenge you too much either. That's very true. <laughs> they can't. Um, but at other times, as an actor um, that I'm portraying a real person, I feel like I have a duty to keep as real as possible and accurately portray this person. I don't want to say that they were a loyalist when they were really a patriot or mm -hmm. vice versa. So I want to try to remain as accurate as possible. Mm -hmm. So suddenly you're a historian. Suddenly I am. I know. My mother never would have guessed. <laughs> so it's much different than, I. as I said, I work in a dinner theater. It's, it's much different because there we were doing a show with a Civil War history, but it's all made up. Everything's mm -hmm. made up and mm -hmm. so different from Revolutionary War because that one I can just make stuff up here. I, I have to make things up, but I have to be accurate in doing so. And the language, the language is a big tackle too. Well, it is summertime in Virginia. Mm -hmm. Hard to work outside? Oh, much. Very much so. I've always lived in Virginia, so I'm very used to the heat and the weather of Virginia. The humidity is one of the worst parts about Virginia. But the clothing, it's not as hot as a lot of people might think, but it is still a bit stifling and heavy, and it's just one of those things you have to get used to. When you're not, I, I, I can't say on stage because you aren't on stage at all, when you're not in the street, mm -hmm. can you escape the heat a little bit or is that? Yeah, well the buildings, even though a lot of them are reconstructed or original buildings, they still have air conditioning <laughs> so mm -hmm. you can duck in from time to time. There's always water um, in all the buildings because mm -hmm. it is so hot out there. They have to watch out for us and make sure there's plenty of water. So, But we try to be on the streets as much as possible. Who came up with the fourth character that you're trying to learn about? Um, well, 
The fourth two of the characters I was assigned, one of the characters I created, the convict servant, and the fourth character, Elizabeth Maloney, my uh, supervisor, Richard Josie, decided that her story wasn't being told, that aspect of society wasn't being told in Revolutionary City or in all of Williamsburg, pretty much. Um, the slaves, that the enslaved community, that, is being, that story is being told. Uh, the upper middling, the middling society and gentry society is being told. But the cross between the two is not being told at all because there were a lot of uh, slaves that would jump the broom because they could not legally get married. They would jump the broom, in an essence, with uh, a lot of pre-whites and um, mm. produce a lot of children that way. So, I, w I will take it that in 18th century Williamsburg, she was not what you would call a terribly popular woman. Well, believe it or not, I only have two things on Elizabeth Maloney, and that's just registering her children being born and being bastard children. Oh. That is the only uh, piece of evidence we have on her. We have a lot of on Moses, the one she jumped the broom with, or they say she jumped the broom with. A lot of it's second guessing. The character was played uh, many, many years ago, but it was all educated guessing, and pretty much that's what I'm having to deal with. Okay. What what are you educated guessing? Well, uh, so far I've just been starting the research for a week now, um, but I'm having to do a lot of research on how society would have reacted to him, not just from the uh, white community, the free white community, but also the enslaved community, uh, because I'm sure on both sides that they, she would have had two different views from people. Some would have accepted it, and a lot of would not. Um, it's just a, it's a hard thing to deal with. It doesn't sound that much different from today. No, it's not. <laughs> it's pretty much the same. It, in fact, it seems almost as if it was a little bit more accepted then than it was today sometimes. I mean, with politics today, I sometimes think it might have been easier then. If you were a free white, a lot of uh, whites did buy the slaves' freedom um, that they were involved with. Mm -hmm. and Well, not a lot, but there some. are some cases of that, and it's, those are happy cases. How long will it take you to finish your research for that part? Um, pretty much it never stops. <laughs> I've been doing Francis Davenport and Barbary Hoy for since March, and I've been researching them since February, and I'm still researching. Yeah. It's one of those things that you come up with new things every day, because there's so much out there, it's just finding it is the problem. Yeah. And we have some great historians that work here that assist us in that matter. Yeah. I'm, I'm I think that were I doing something like that, I would want to find a place that gave me enough of a character that I could act it, mm -hmm. and then I wouldn't want to learn anymore for fear that it would mess up my interpretation <laughs> and my act. Well, it, it's it's done that for me with uh, my Francis character. I, I could not find a lot, and um, so I and then we opened in March. And I had to go with it, and that's what I've been doing. Well, I've just come across some recent documents that might put, I've always portrayed her as a patriot, because in a lot of the scenes, that's how they portray her. And uh, now I've come across something where her husband would have been a little hesitant to sign um, for the patriot cause. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of makes you question if she really was a true patriot or if she had a conflict there. Or... Let's, for the sake of your part, say that she and her husband didn't get along. <laughs> Very true. So there you possibility. are. Yeah. He can be a loyalist and you can be a patriot. Take yes. care of that little problem. That's very true. 
but in, it's, it's also found in the Davenport family that most of the Davenport family married uh, when they were, they didn't marry as young as a lot of the colonial people did. And I believe, and a lot of people believe it's because they waited until they found someone they were actually in love with instead of marrying for status or whatnot. So I believe that uh, if sh they might have been, you know, very close. Mm -hmm. Well, I know that 25 to 30 percent of the people of Williamsburg were loyalists. So mm -hmm. yeah, Yes, there were a lot more than people think. Possibly, you know. Yes. Oh, well, you could have been conflicted. Patriot <laughs> on Monday, loyalist on Tuesday. Well, sometimes I do do that. Uh, sometimes on day one, I play a patriot, and on day two, with the war continuing, I just make it, well, the war has been going on. People say it's only been a year. It would only be a year, but it's been five years now, and I don't know how much more I can take. I just want to kind of give up. And uh, that's how it, because in 77, her husband dies, so she's a widow. So it's a, it's, it's a lot more difficult mm -hmm. for her. Mm -hmm. I, I, other than asking you, are you hot in those clothes? <laughs> uh, have you got, had any interesting questions from guests? Um, that you really had to stop and think about and say, well, gee golly, I'm not sure I know that. Uh, well, there's a lot of uh, questions that I get that I don't know the answer to. Mm -hmm. uh, there's so many out there. As far as interesting, um, I would say that most of the people, when they come up, they they would ask me 21st century questions, mm -hmm. but try to stay in character. They're trying to play along with me, but try to trip me up, mm -hmm. as you can say. Um, they would ask me about, are you familiar with President Bush, or what do you think of um, the immigration problem? And I, you know, I'd, I'd have to twisted around to the 18th century. They're always trying to trip me up. Mm -hmm. uh, that's probably as interesting as I've had so far. Actually, that would be. <laughs> oh, don't you get any ideas now? <laughs> no, 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 I promise. I won't do it. That's Colonial Williamsburg, past and present this time. Check history.org often. We'll post more for you to download and hear.